Welcome back to Project Healing. This is Catherine, your host, psychic medium, and intuitive healer. Jenna, my new co-host, could not be with us for this week, despite her debut just a week ago, but we'll be back next week. We've had a little bit of scheduling conflicts with the whole pandemic and such going on. Things got a little hairy here and there, and this week we decided just to fly solo and circle back with the two of us next week. So what I want to talk about today... It's not even really like a directed topic, but I just, there's something on my heart that I want to share with people. And I feel really called just to kind of talk it out with you today. So bear with me while I sort through my own thoughts and feelings and emotions through all of this. I know a lot of people are struggling with energy lately. And I mean, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, we're struggling, right? And I think that through all of this, it's really important to remember to give people grace, okay? And it's not just grace for yourself. It's not just grace for others. It's grace for yourself. So as someone who is who is metaphysically minded, who is spiritually minded, who knows the power of meditation and energy healing and knows the power of holistic remedies and all of that, I find myself lately getting thrown into these roller coasters where I'm either on top of the world, able to do all of the things all at once, or I am at the bottom dog tired, ready to call it a day when I get out of bed. And I don't think that I'm alone in that right now. In fact, I know a lot of people are struggling to keep their head above water, even though everything around them is going really well. And I'm not talking about depression and anxiety and mental health, things like that. I'm talking about just day-to-day existence. It's hard sometimes, right? And I think it's it's worth mentioning that we're all struggling. We are all struggling. And we're all in this together if we can just face each other and be honest with our struggles. I challenge you guys this week to make if you're if you're active on social media, which if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are, but I challenge you to make one post that shows some raw vulnerability about your house is actually a freaking disaster and your kids aren't perfect angels and your husband pisses you off sometimes. I think it's really important that we see this this realistic view of what we're all like right now because people as a whole, we're struggling and then we're doing really well and then we're struggling and we're doing really well in these seasons in our lives. If you're gonna share the good stuff, You've got to share some of the bad stuff. I'm not saying to throw your whole life out there and air your dirty laundry and your fights and all of that garbage. No, 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 no. I'm saying share your vulnerability. Spread the truth in your struggles. It's so worth it to do. So what I want to talk about today, and Jenna and I are going to go into more detail about this in another episode too, because she and I both have some really big thoughts on this. But I really want to talk about self-worth and I really want to talk about why we hold ourselves to such impossible standards when we don't do it to the people that we love, okay? And a lot of my readings lately, and this will probably be a shorter episode even, and a lot of my readings lately, I have been connecting with women who 
are willing to turn their entire lives upside down to sacrifice everything of themselves to be with men. And yes, I am largely talking to you women. I'm not trying to pull some sexist card here or anything like that, but it is predominantly an issue. And I do say, I I will say that I do readings for more women than men anyway, but I'm seeing this overwhelming amount of women coming to me and asking about fidelity and relationships with these men who are running around on them and they just want to know, should they make it work? Should they make it last? And the thing is, the answer is not always black and white, yes or no. It is different for everybody. Sometimes there is a deeper underlying issue that needs to be addressed that can be addressed because both parties are willing to address it. However, when you are consistently facing this energy and facing this person who is dragging you down and making you reevaluate what your worth is, why are you bending over backwards to please these people? And this isn't just romantic relationships. So please don't think I'm dogging on marriage or romantic relationships in that way. I mean, in every sense of the word relationship, friendships, work relationships, whoever it is, neighbors, I don't care. If you find that time and time again, you are giving your entire self to someone and you feel depleted and taken advantage of, taken for granted, it's not your responsibility to fulfill this person's happiness. It is not your responsibility to make other people happy. You make you happy. In a friendship, you bring a healthy person and a healthy person and create a healthy friendship. You bring a healthy significant other and a healthy significant other and you create a healthy third party relationship. Party one being for the sake of conversation, the man, party two being the woman, party three being the relationship. Okay. Partner one, partner two, the whole is number three. That's the way that it works. Stop waiting for someone to clean up your pieces for you so that you can be a better version of yourself for them. Does that not sound insane? And I know that I sound a little maybe edgy, a little bold or whatever the word is that I'm looking for right now, brassy about the whole thing, crass, whatever. But the thing is that it's just, it's too much of hearing this so often. In fact, I find these readings to be the saddest because we shouldn't be investing our self-worth in a relationship unless it's that relationship we have with ourselves. No one else is here to give us the judgment of whether or not we are enough. We are here to do that for ourselves, okay? If you feel that you could kick it up a notch in a relationship, for example, I mean, my husband and I have been up and down every roller coaster you can possibly imagine. And I mean that. I really wholeheartedly mean there were times that we have almost walked away from it. And thank God for this pandemic because it has really brought us together and has really shown us why we were together in the first place. Anyway, it's not to say that I look at my husband and I know that that man could create any dish for me out of the blue to make something for me to eat that I would love. I know that he could walk into any coffee house in the country and order some 
beverage that is exactly what I wanted at that moment without having to tell him that I want anything. I know he could order a dessert. He could pick a meal. He pulls the onions out of my food so I don't do it in front of the kids. I don't ask him to do these things, but he does. But that man leaves one thing on the kitchen counter out of place and I'm irritated. That doesn't make any sense, right? He does so much for me and I turn around and get frustrated with the silliest little things. To counter that, the point of sharing that is, because I'm not going to lie, I'm definitely hitting the end of my rope tonight, but (laughs) um, the point of that is to say, I mean, things like that, yes, I could absolutely step up my game there. I could know, I mean, I could order the man a beer, but beyond that, if if there's two or three things on a menu, I'm never going to pick the right thing for him but he's never going to make me feel bad about it either. He is the person who pays so much attention to the details and it makes me feel like I should be doing more for him because I love him and because I want to do more to meet him in the middle with his love language in the same way that he meets me with mine because he is so very aware of it now. And he wasn't always, and I wasn't always, but he's very selfless in that way. Now, Should I crank it up a notch, do more for our relationship? Probably. So over the last few weeks with this COVID pandemic, I have been trying to do more around the house or help in ways that he doesn't really like doing those things. So I'll jump in and do them because he has been doing so, so, so much. And I'm so appreciative of that. What I am saying, yes, you should step it up if you feel like you need to step it up, but you should not be making excuses for someone's behavior. You should not be redefining who you are in order to fit in with somebody else to make that puzzle piece work, right? You shouldn't have to pour a bucket of water over a puzzle piece so that you can get it nice and mushy to squish it into a place that it doesn't belong. And I think that a lot of people are doing that. And it breaks my heart to see these people, to see these women who have so much to offer, who have strong intuition, who have strong families, who have beautiful children, who have so much going for themselves, and they turn around and they say, well, he only slept with my best friend once. I forgive him. Or, you know, he said he would stop, and then I caught him again, and he said he would stop, and he's not willing to do counseling, and He makes me feel like I'm crazy because maybe I did push him to this and it wasn't, it was all my fault when really he tried to tell me, no, stop it. Maybe there are conversations that need to be had, but no one's actions are because of you. You choose at any given moment how you're going to react to a situation, okay? It's not your fault if they're doing things that don't sit right with you. It's your fault if you make excuses for it, absolutely. And it's your fault if you bounce from one crappy relationship to the next because you don't stop to heal and you don't stop to to think about what it is that got you there in the first place. That is on you. It is our responsibility to heal ourselves and it is our responsibility to make ourselves happy. So what do we do about this? How do we change this? How do we change the stigma? How do we stop being this, this gender that 
relies so strongly on other people to to define our self-worth? How do we stop that? How do we look ourselves in the mirror and say, you are enough the way that you are and you bring enough to the table and I deserve someone who sees that in me because I see that in me. You're going to continue to get into the relationships that you deserve to get into, not deserve, I shouldn't say deserve. You're going to continue to be in these relationships that don't feel right where you are taken advantage of and taken for granted if you believe that that's all that you deserve. And I know a lot of people get angry and they're like, oh, I deserve better. But if you're not willing to dig deep and and look introspectively at yourself, your energy continues to say otherwise. Your energy continues to say that you don't deserve better. So you continue to attract the crap, okay? If that makes sense. Um, you look at someone, I always think of the example of when, when you walk up to someone and you say, hey, how are you doing? It's socially acceptable to say, oh, I'm great. How are you, right? No one ever says, actually, I'm really struggling. And those people who do, it's a little awkward, right? So when you're in these relationships and you can, the, the point of that is that when you, you say that to someone and you can feel that they're actually struggling. Maybe you do pry for more, but not a lot of people do. When it's with yourself and you recognize that you're actually struggling, dig deeper. Ask yourself why. Don't just, oh, I'm great and keep moving on, okay? It's really important that we do the work to turn inward and work on ourselves so that we do know that we deserve better. And how do we do that? How do we do that? Because that is a huge question that I get to. If I tell someone, you really need to work on healing your own energy, you need to work on, on yourself before you can accept the kind of love that you that you know that you want, but that you're having trouble finding. That kind of healing comes in so many forms, but first and foremost, and, and I got to say, I'm stealing this one from my girl, Jenna, but Jenna and I talked the other night about this a little bit, and it's alone time with yourself, which sounds redundant, but if you think about how often we're on our phones and we're scrolling and we're on social media and we're commenting, blah, 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 you're not really spending time alone. You're spending time with everybody else online. Spend some time with a book, spend some time with a pen and paper and journal about what's going on. Write down what's happened in your day. Maybe maybe you're struggling with friendships or with um, romantic relationships. This sounds insane, but try to meditate. If you've never meditated, there are a number of resources for guided meditations on YouTube alone. I'll, I'll link my favorite one in the show notes. It's called the, I think the mindfulness channel or the mindfulness, mindfulness movement, something like that. I'll put the link below, but really good guided meditations to release anxiety, to release fear, to practice patience for a million different things. And there's so much power in sitting in peace and quiet. We don't get to do that often enough. You are in a time right now, maybe you're unemployed. Guess what? You have time to meditate and it costs nothing. Maybe you're stuck home with your kids and you're thinking, I don't have time to meditate. Yeah, you do, girlfriend. 
You absolutely do. Five minutes before you go to bed, you can do it. And I have children that sneak into my bed and often meet me there. When we do nap time, if we do nap time, I turn on a meditation track and I lay in that bed with them. And they have started doing breathing exercises next to me now. Not every time. And sometimes it's not the best meditation, but I'm doing it. I'm showing up for myself. That's how you heal. You show up for yourself. You feel like you don't want to go out with friends or you feel like you don't want to pick up the phone or you don't want to answer that text message or you don't want to answer that business email at that point in time. Don't do it. Start doing things that feel right to yourself, not based on other people's expectations, okay? That is first and foremost. You come first. Take the time to sit with yourself in quiet and the answers will become so much more clear to you. Whatever it is that's eating at you can help. Work with the healing coach. I am not tooting my own horn. I'm saying there are plenty out there that I can recommend as well, but work with someone who's going to help you work through that energy. Um, Look into emotional freedom technique tapping. You can tap through these problems that you have, tap through these issues. You can talk to a therapist, do whatever it is that makes you reconnect with yourself. Take up yoga, meditation, Pilates, anything where you're stretching and you're doing the breath work. It works to center you. It works to ground you, which is basically grounding is an energetic balance between mind, body, and soul. It anchors you to the earth and it allows you to feel peace within yourself. So work on things that are going to ground you like being outside, like being in the dirt every now and then, like going for walks, like meditating, coloring, cleaning. I hate that one. But things like this that are going to help you reconnect with just you. Do things that do not require deep thought. Just let your thoughts stop. And every time a thought comes in, thank it for its presence and release it. Don't judge yourself for it. Just release it. I don't care if you're cleaning while you do this, if you're going for a walk, if you're riding your bike, but you are not to be on your phone. You are not to be on your tablet. You are not to be on your computer. You are not to be listening to an audible or a podcast. Let your thoughts be unoccupied rather than their typical state of preoccupation. Okay. Get to know who you are for who you are. And do the things, listen to the books, watch the movies, read the books. God, can't believe I said listen to the books, but it's true. It's too much audible for me. I, I miss reading, but I feel like I pick up a book and my kids are like moths to a flame instantly right up on me. What are you doing? Can you read that? Blah, 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 blah. No, back up. I need a minute for me. And if you have children and you're thinking you don't have time for this, you can't afford not to teach your children that it's important to take time for themselves. Because every time you put other people first in front of your kids, you are showing them that they never come first for themselves either. Okay? I put myself in time out and my kids say, do you need a break? Just five minutes? They know. They understand, and it's so huge. My son, with his, um, with it, like I, I think I said on another episode, he has like spectrum tendencies, but he's not on the spectrum. He's he's a quirky little guy. I love him so much, but he will remove himself from the situation. He will sit in peace and quiet, not for very long, but long enough to take a few deep breaths, and that is a huge deal. And that is because 
we have shown him that we do the same thing. It's not walking away from issues. It's knowing when to step out and reset your energy. Okay. Huge. So how, what does that have to do with self-worth and relationships? You have to know who you are before you can decide what you value in yourself, right? So sit in those meditations, pick up a pen after and write. Even if it's one or two words that comes out, you're going to help start purging the thoughts in your head. Just the same as cleaning out a closet in your house makes you feel better. Cleaning out the thoughts in your head feels better too. Every time you have a negative thought, try to replace it with something really fantastic. Um, earlier today, I lost my temper with my boys for the first time in a very long time. And I remember thinking very quickly, I was like, God, you're back here again. And I thought, no, 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 no. This is just a little hiccup. We're going to get right. We're going to explain to them why mommy lost their temper and why it's not okay to react like that. And that I'm sorry. And that this is how I should handle it in the future. And in that moment, you have a learning moment, right? And then I decide, okay, I was able to show them a human behavior. This is a positive thing and move forward with the day, right? Not every negative occurrence is some catastrophic event. Not every negative thought. I want you to tell yourself that the people who are constantly dogging on, oh, I look so fat or I'm so ugly or I'm so this. How about you give your body a little bit of gratitude for being there for you, right? How about we give ourselves all a little bit of grace, for being there for ourselves over these last few months because it's just been so chaotic. So when you're sitting in this energy where you feel really off lately and you're wondering what the hell you're even doing, like I am right now at 20 minutes into this thinking, God, I hope I had a good message here today. Know that as long as you're showing up for yourself, you're doing okay. You do not have to bend over backwards and change who you are and redefine your values for someone who would never be willing to do the same for you, okay? Wouldn't kill me to learn my husband's coffee order. Just the same as it, it would kill me to completely redefine who I am for him if he weren't willing to ever do the same for me, okay? you And you shouldn't be redefining who you are for anyone anyway show up as who you are my point is don't be the person putting your entire heart and soul into something and never having the give and take there it can't be give 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 it has to be take too there should be no guilt in taking from a relationship as much as you give okay one person and one person make a third really healthy thing you both need to be coming from a good place one plus one equals two Okay. It does not mean that you have to heal this person. It does not mean that you make excuses for their shortcomings. You can be understanding and have grace, but by no means should you be writing off the things that matter the most to you. Okay. If a situation doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. And don't forget that. Sit in that. Think about if, if you were being faced with with this coming from a friend or from a sibling or anyone else telling you your life story back to you, what would you advise them to do? Pretend you're giving that advice to someone else. And that seems to always work for me. Or would you be comfortable sharing that with your grandparents? Could you show them the whole of who your significant other is or who you are 
and be comfortable with that? If the answer is no, then maybe you should be doing a little bit more looking inward. So I challenge you all to to share something, not to share something, I'm so sorry. I got distracted. Um, I challenge you to do even a five-minute meditation five, 10 minutes. There's a couple on the mindfulness movement that are only about 10 minutes long. Listen to one while you go to sleep. Do something like that. Listen in for yourself for these answers and just kind of check in with yourself. If you feel like you're in a relationship that's demanding all of you and draining you, ask yourself what you're still doing. Is it because you don't realize that you're worth more than that? Or is it because you're, you're afraid of what you are without that relationship? Just sit and think about it. And, and if you ever need more insight, you know where to find me, you know where to find Jenna, you know where to, I mean, there are so many resources out there, but you've got, you've got to sort through your own stuff and you've got to realize that you are worth so much more than someone else's definition of your value, your value is how you see yourself and the energy that you put out. It is not how anyone else sees you. Okay. So in the coming weeks, I promise you that Jenna will be with me. Not too many more solo rants coming from this one. Take care of yourselves. Check in. Ask yourself if you're giving too much of yourself. Protect that energy. Take care of you and get to know you for who you really are and what you really want and need and require of yourself and of others. Okay. You guys, it's been great. It's been fun. I hope you enjoy your Wednesday. If you're listening on the day that this drops, otherwise I hope you have a great day, no matter where you are, what time of day or what month we are in now. You guys take care and we'll be back next week. Jenna and I both, thanks for listening. This is Project Healing.